0: What up, everybody? Be Mr. Finley here, 106.7 The Fan. As I told you, I'll be rolling with the young one today, and the young one is coming here fired up today. He is seeing stuff that, I tell you, based off of what he's telling me, he needs to go right now to an eye doctor and get his (laughs) eyes checked because the young man cannot see. We're going to have a a, a spirited uh, show here today, talking about the games from yesterday, and uh, I am going to sit back I'm going to try and relax, and I want to have Mr. Linnell Willingham t- treat teach me a little bit of what, how did he see stuff that nobody else sees. I am <laughs> – listen, <laughs> we are talking right now about the the late hit on Pat Mahomes, and uh, we'll get to a lot of other things. We're we'll going to have Hugh Douglas join us today. He was at the game and stuff yesterday. Get Hugh's take on the atmosphere in Philadelphia. Hopefully we'll get um, uh, uh, my man Martin Bayless call us back and talk about that what happened in that game? Because what I saw yesterday was a lot of uh, undisciplined acts. Yeah. By t- the teams that lost, they had more undisciplined acts than the teams that won. And when you look at that play right there, they're showing it on TV right now. Pat Mahomes. It's a hundred percent sell job. Uh, you are a hundred percent high right now. That's what I am going to believe. Pat Mahomes was outside the double white, the, the thick white line. Which means he's already out of bounds. Soon as the guy pushed him, is it Osai, I think his name, soon as he pushes him, Jeff, what did you just say? You said the, the defensive back did what? He threw it threw his hands up like what I the hell are you thinking? Then after the game, his own player is breaming him. Why did you it's my last damn year? You touching the quarterback. Why did you touch the quarterback? I don't know why you, he said, and and this is what I, for all the people out there that love to say in any sport, well, they can't call it at that time. You know what that normally means? You were cheering for the team that they called it on, okay? I don't care what time you call it. If it's a penalty, it's a penalty. And one thing we all know the most, I'd say it's the most dependent position in sport, but it's the most protected position in sports too. The quarterback position. And when a quarterback is hurt, you're damn well not going to touch him. Because that that was – I don't care if it was Michael Vick. I don't care if it's it, – it, it, you go back. Randall Cunningham, it could be Steve Young. If you push him out of bounds like that, they're going to throw that on you. So what makes you think – I you, just think it you, was bang, you, bang. You keep bang, bang. Listen to me. <clears throat> I don't think – I, I understand. I don't think,
1: I don't think it, the, the penalty was as egregious as everyone's making it seem.
0: Uh. It was a because penalty. of how what, difficult what, it what, is to what?
1: stop your momentum going completely right, I I'm speed. Ask you your question then.
0: I'm asking a question. I'm catching the ball. Okay? And you you come in full speed and you hit me in the head.
1: You couldn't stop. Is it going to be a penalty? I mean, you know how you know how you even feel some type of way about the NFL's targeting. I'm rules. asking Look, the, you i the, the point of what it is I'm asking
0: you a question.
1: You a keep, penalty keep talking is a about the at the end of the day. You keep coming
0: up with the bang bang and how fast you're going and you can't stop yourself, isn't that a part of the game as well?
1: That's a part of the game.
0: So when you do it and you can't stop, what is it called? A penalty. That's why they put that part into the game. Because that dude was running, and you could see at first, he and Pat were parallel, side by side. Then Pat went out of bounds. He turns out of bounds with him. Why? Why? Because if I'm running, running parallel to you, and once you step on that white line, and I know in this situation, just like you said they shouldn't call it in that situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think the player should be smarter in that situation and not make the move that he made. 100%. Because what think he about did, this. You're he's, trying not
1: to give up the first down. But he's out of bounds already. Then he steps the towards game, him and pushes him. Look at the freeze frame. How do you stop yourself from this position without touching the dude? At, and, or or without running into the bench. Okay, look at the look at the freeze frame.
0: Okay. Pat Mahomes is behind him, right? It, it, yeah. it, okay. Barely, so though. They're, so, they're oh, parallel. Oh, but he's in bounds, right? Correct. Okay? Pat foot is about to be on the white line, right? Don't touch him no more after that. He can't go upfield now. He's already out of bounds. You you I love look, how you I, I think you, you I,
1: proved look, my point right here. I Pat, think for, <laughs> for a young dude in this situation. I'm not killing him for it cuz I, I that's that's a tough play. You to don't make. have to kill him. But guess what? He's at home right now. And I think it was and I think it's a bang bang call. If it's if it's any uh, other quarterback, if it's not a quarterback, I don't even think it happened.
0: I don't think it's a bang bang call when you you're showing me now, okay? You're showing me this play. And I'm glad you pulled it up and you got it blown up again. Now I I'm, I'm not going to even look at the play. I'm gonna explain it to you. Okay. Osai is inbounds, right? Mahomes isn't even out here yet. The right, his it, it, right it, it, foot's it, it, about to I, hit the chalk. It's above uh, the chalk. A is inbounds, right? About a yard or so. Am I mm-hmm. right? Pat is about to touch the, the white line to be out of bounds, right? Correct. And his foot is basically about to land on it. He's already about to land on it. But think oh, about the oh, amount of... The play didn't happen then. They run another two to three yards, and now he's outside that thick white line, is he? When he gets hit. Yeah, he's outside he's, the white he's right line. The white when he gets hit. So ho 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 ho. So the dude that was in bounds is now two to three yards out of bounds, and you say it's a bang bang hit.
1: Yes. No, he wasn't three yards bang, out bang, of bounds. The though. Bang, They both ran out of bounds simultaneously with no, no. each other. When the push happened, where
0: is Patrick Mahomes?
1: No, this this is the frame that you want to see.
0: When the push happens, I want to know where is Patrick Mahomes. Outside that thick white line, right? That's look, out of bounds. Isn't look, it? <laughs> by the book, it's a penalty. I'm
1: just saying, in this situation, hey man,
0: I, I, on a bang bang call like I, that, what to I where, love, it's, what to what where it's not egregious. Though, what I love about you, man, is insane. Is that you come up with these things and you are gonna fight them to the end? But the only people <laughs> look, it is what it is, they lost. the only, I mean, the only people that are on your side are people that lost a lot of money on that. <laughs> And 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 if they had bet money on the other side, they'll be thinking that you you need to go lay down and talk to somebody <laughs> on the couch. But ultimately, we saw. I, I think yesterday. I'm just we, glad we got a good game. We though, saw that one. was a good game. The first game was where I, I don't think we addressed it enough. We we talked a lot about the offenses, but we both knew mm-hmm. going into that first game those defenses can play. Hell yeah! And and the thing of it for me is, I listened to so many people give so much love to. The 49ers defense, but they were hesitant about the Eagles defense. Right. And you, because you came in, you said, man, you don't let this happen. They had 70 sacks this year. Yeah. They had four people with double digit sacks. It's a special group. Which means that they can get to the quarterback. Now, what I saw yesterday was the Philadelphia Eagles turned that thing into an NFC East old school battle. The, they used to call it the black and blue division. And when I watched Bosa do a lot of little chippy illegal stuff, elbows, and trying to. You know, oh, we gonna
1: talk about all Bosa throughout the, way the game. They were acting before the game, was all, but all
0: throughout the game, he was doing stuff. But I kept watching the Eagles to see what's going to happen, and I saw young dude number one, Jalen Hurts. I saw him talking to his guys like, though, no, don't." Because I think at that point, I felt that the 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 49 were outgunned. Because you know what happens when, when people feel like we ain't going to be able to beat this team? Yeah. They now want you to do something stupid. It got to the point when Trent slammed 42. <laughs> why did 42 get kicked out the game? Well, he was grabbing the dude's face mask. There was a reason why they Trent were, slammed him. They were going at each other. Correct. Both of them. That's not your job to come in and slam somebody. But they threw him out the game. I mean, you know
1: how Trent get down, though, man.
0: Yeah, but he get down like that, but that's why he going home now. Because <laughs> the, a loser, they were said, undisciplined. And I think what happened was that game got a little what, – what what the Eagles did as an offense, mm-hmm. they, don't, they don't play easy football. They play hardcore, hit you in the mouth. We
1: look at the two receivers, but it's about their running game. Even though the score ended up like this, San Francisco played his – a good of a defensive game as you could ask for. You can't turn the football over three times and expect to beat a good team like this. Yeah, they could play a good defensive game, but they could not stop
0: what they wanted to do. They were hitting them in the damn mouth. They were. There and was a w- point in
1: that third quarter where the bleeding continued to happen, four and five yards a pop. When they went
0: for two quarterback sneaks in a row down on the, what's called, them, they were
1: basically <laughs> That's how you your will. What wheel. they
0: were trying to do, in a sense, was we're not going to run. We're not trying to run the score up, but we're going to score. Yeah. And at that point, I think the Eagles offensive line was full of hearing about what the defensive line of the 49ers was yeah. because they were like, we're coming straight at you. Yeah. Okay, and you ain't going to do a damn thing about it. And I've always stated, when you got a Joy Bosa, when you got a Michael Parson, those type of people, run at them. Yeah. Make them have to take Put on. Some, conflict. Yeah, yeah, because when they chasing and they just got a one man to go against, they're going to be dominant. But when you start saying, I want you to stand up, they're
1: mm-hmm. problems. And I think you saw yesterday the impact of what a mobile quarterback does for an opposing defense. Because if you're Bosa and you're the ends of the 49ers, they couldn't even really rush the way that they wanted to. Everything was about making sure you didn't get too far upfield. They mm-hmm. did a really – at first they did a really nice job of keeping Hurts within the pocket, but then he started making some big-time throws. And then at uh-huh. that point you're trying to do whatever you can to generate some sort of pass rush, and eventually you know, Hertz and his mobility ended up getting the better of them. But I still think San Francisco defensively – I can't be upset with what they did on that side of the ball. When you have the quarterback situation that they had, I mean, you're in a lose-lose situation at that point. But it was a defensive game, like we said it was going to be. Though, like none of the neither of the offenses in this game really did anything to blow you away, especially Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I, I still think, unless unless we we saw him do it during the regular season, but I still want to see him push the football down the field. Talking Ooh. about Jalen Hurts, why? They won thirty one seven. They won. won. Let, they, let's they, be honest. That's why the Eagles won. Because I don't want to do they, this. I but, know you got some Eagles. What I'm saying when they, you're playing against a third string quarterback, a fourth string quarterback, a fifth string quarterback, you're supposed to win. Why did I they play? Why I, why, why I play all those quarterbacks? Because we knocked them out of the game. Okay, great. Cool. great. I mean, so,
0: but but ultimately, they they won thirty eight seven against uh, the Giants. Correct. And, and we can sit up here. The thing of it is, no matter what a team does, the object is to win the football game. But I've listened to you, and I listen to a lot of people who, every time they do something, we say, Well, they got it. We want them to do this. They don't care what you want.
1: They want to win the football
0: game. If they go out there and they never throw a ball over 20 yards and they win by 20 some points, 30 some points, of course. Who cares? Jalen has pushed the ball down the field all year, he's throwing balls over the top. He's done all those things. He's throwing to AJ. He's throwing to he gave the he gave what?
1: You call it, think about it like this. This is where it's going to end up coming back to bite Jalen Hurts in the you know what. When this game was close before Brock Purdy or before Josh Johnson goes out and he misses AJ Brown wide open for a touchdown, you don't cap you don't capitalize on that mistake against a team like Kansas City. You're not going to win. They had nothing offensively yesterday. Who I'm talking didn't? about San Francisco? You're but, supposed to win that game, but, no matter what the circumstances yeah, are. Yeah, they're supposed to win. Because don't try to act like Jalen Hurts played some flawless performance. Uh, did
0: I say that? You, you're you the one that came here with an argument to try to talk about Jalen Hurts. No, but and I, and I nobody, Jalen Hurts. Nobody said anything about Jalen Hurts. You have that in your head that you want to find a, a, something to be a contrarian about. No, it's when not. Ultimately, it, it has nothing to do with trying to be a contrarian. I don't care if Jalen Hurts throws the ball down the field or not. They
1: won the football game. And that's the, the object. Ve- Ve- too. Vegas will tell you everything you need to know. Vegas, the early lines for this game: the Philadelphia Eagles are the underdogs. Are they not two they're, and a half? Their favorite. They're favorite. No, they're not. They're favorite by what is it? One and
0: a half Landfield? The whole thing about it. Is, yeah, they're one and a like half. Like I say, if you're going to be a contrarian, you need to be a fact, a fact, a fact checker, and know what you're saying before you go say stuff. Because when you people start realizing that you just want to argue, the ultimate thing is they're favorite right now. They may not, but I'll say this. Patton, they won't be favored come kickoff. They may not be. They, they but they the won't whole be. thing about it is I can care less about their being favored or not. Jalen did not have to do a lot yesterday. No, he didn't. And that's why when you have a team that can help you, you do your stuff. And I A.J. dropped a lot of balls that touched his hands yesterday. Okay? He, got, he, got a, he is a better receiver than what he showed to me yesterday. It's good Devontae... Coverage. It was a great uh, play on the ball by Ward because Devontae had gone up to get it. Ward knocked it and out. And let's talk about that.
1: Think about that. And I wrote this down because I was I was frustrated after that. Why? After, because, first of all, the NFL, that, that play should have never happened. It was a drop. And that was the momentum-changing play in that game. That play, they didn't call anything on it. What are you talking about? On the fourth down and
0: three where Devontae Smith makes that no, ridiculous no, no, catch? No, no, That wasn't the play. I'm talking about early when he threw the ball down the field and then Ward knocked the ball out. So, the thing of that, what I'm saying, the dude was throwing the ball down the field. He was putting the ball where he was supposed to be. You have some great defensive plays. I think number uh, Ward 7, you got cuz you got Ward, yeah, Ward 7 and Ward 1, right? Mm-hmm. So 7 I think played some terrific football. Because and 1, he was just trying to get people to get mad cuz he was trying to do everything we saw illegal in pregame. The, yeah, but that's the thing about it. We 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 in pregame we had two teams that were mouthy. Yeah. I loved it though. We had the 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 the, the 49ers were very mildy. They lost. Can't I mean Cincinnati, even a mayor got involved. It, it was it was Burrowhead. They <laughs> lost. But the thing about it, sometimes it, it comes down to just the focus of a game and the minor mistakes that are made or not made. And I think those two teams that lost yesterday, they got too caught up in the hype and the talk
1: and didn't play enough. Look, I get it.
2: But they should. I'm not gone a 49ers flag, I fan. I
1: can care less about the 49ers. You have to go down to your emergency quarterback. You're you're not destined to win the football game. But, Point but, blank. But 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 the thing
0: about it, you don't get an excuse for you that. You don't. You don't get. You don't get no. It's, it's not, not an excuse. It's a, a fact of the situation. You are a professional football team in the playoffs, and you know anything could possibly happen. the The hit on on Purdy. I thought. You you see people get hit like that all the time. But well, this is the problem. has got snapped. Correct. Is, is, so I
1: call that a self-inflicted wound. That we were talking about this before the show starts. Why in the hell is your game plan in the biggest game of the season to block their best pass rusher with a tight end? Why? Why is that the game plan? That's not I don't the, care
0: what you're trying to I don't think dress that was their up. overall game plan. It's just that that play right there called for that to
1: happen. And kudos and to, to, tight to, to, who, to capitalize the, the tight end who had is.
0: played well all year, blocking. Didn't yep. block well on that. So that's the thing about it. he lost at that situation, got hurt. Now the hit on soon as Johnson hit the ground, I was like, "He ain't coming." His back. head bounced off. Yeah, he he. When you when you start to lift and you're going to like you're 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 basically in a trance and you're like just floating, your levitating. Stuck. Like you're levitating a little bit. You know he now know he, he he yeah. was out. He was done. But Tough even freak. there, if they had gone to Christian McCaffrey, I don't think you you're losing still. So the Eagles went out there. They did what they're supposed to do. They are going to make the game physical. They hit your quarterback, and they happen to get hurt. Yeah. It happens. I don't think their intentions were, oh, we're going out there on this play. I'm trying to hurt his arm." Oh, own. of course I'm not. Trying to, no, no, I'm trying to hit him as hard as I can because in pro football, they're trying to take it out the game, but it's going to always be there. There's a little thing about being a little bit more physical. You try to intimidate people, and I think they got intimidated yesterday. That's really? why they started doing. That's what yeah. That's why they came back like they were trying to do all the little stuff to get some little fights. Because now I got to get him out the game because they are beating us at our own game. Yeah, we were the bullies, but we ran down there and to, to the broad. They, you know what they call it in Philly the Broad Street Bullies. After they called the, uh, the, the 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 Flyers, they were bullies to the Philly, to the uh, 49ers yesterday, and he couldn't handle it. I, I couldn't. All right, we're gonna take imagine. us a break here. We get back. We're gonna talk to one of those guys that plays some defense in Philadelphia for a long time. Uh, Hugh Douglas, he does a radio show there. Hugh's going to come on and talk to us about the game yesterday. And also, find out a little bit about the atmosphere there in Philadelphia. That way you see if you're going to say, you know, I'm finding out that he think the defensive, uh the late hit was a bad <laughs> hit. <laughs> this is B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. We'll be right back. Welcome back. B. Mitchell Finley, 106.7 The Fan. J.P. Finley's on his way back. Been out there skiing. skin. We hope he doesn't come back bruised up. Because I know any quarterback that played the Eagles yesterday is bruised up. We got Linnell Williams rolling shotgun with me. We're expecting Hugh Douglas to join us in a few and uh, get his take. Well, joining us right now, my brother from another mother, Hugh Douglas, joins us. Here, I'm Philadelphia. You can follow him on Twitter, at Hugh
2: 53 Hugh, what's the feeling like up there in Philly, man? Oh, man, you know, it's ridiculous, b men, They're going <laughs> to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know these folks up here don't know how to act when it when you have championships and championship climbing, runs and they stuff Were people climbing like that. the poles already? Man, listen. They greased the poles last night, B. Mitch, and these cats didn't degrease the poles. They got degreaser <laughs> And climbed them anyway. Oh,
0: man. But, you know, looking at that game, and you're a defensive guy, and, you know, we've been sitting here talking about, like, you know, the Eagles defense played great. But I think your offense, they still capitalize on the chances that were given to them by the defense, and what I'm, I'm looking at one play, what they did a lot instead of making it to where Bosa had to read uh, Jalen and the fo- and the running back, they started doing it on the opposite side, which put more stress on him to stop it and put him in a bad situation. And they started having much success against him.
2: Yeah, you know what? It is funny because I, I can only remember one play where where Bosa was a huge factor, and that was that almost safety. Yeah. that he had yeah yeah but outside of that man he like they did a great job of of of, of keeping him in check for the most part i tell you who i was surprised at doing that offensive line was lane johnson man yeah. i yeah. thought that with the injury that he had that's the guy who i would attack off the gate off the top i would attack him first that wasn't the route that they went and and they offensive line like you look at the the, the passing numbers they weren't that great but they ran the ball well enough against a good run defense uh, football team where they where they did their job, That was a man. great so, run defense.
0: They gave up 77 yards rushing the game.
2: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about, b state yeah. Like, to, to be able to run the ball the way that they did against that team, that was – f- but, you know, in this time of year, b Mitch, you know, if you're running the ball, man, you got a chance to win, you got to be able to run the ball in December or January. There yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, what do you think about Hassan Reddick and the performance he had yesterday? That was obviously – you know, Howie Roseman to me gets a ton of credit for continuing to keep his foot on the gas and try to, you know, bring premier players to this organization. But explain to me what you saw from Hassan Reddick yesterday
2: and how he had his fingerprints all over that game. Man, that brother had two sacks early. He set the tone for the game when he hurt the quarterback. Brock Purdy was on the heater that uh, every rookie quarterback would dream of being on in that situation. So much so, me and my man Ike Reese was having a heated conversation of whether or not. Brock Purdy was going to be the starter in 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 San Fran yesterday. He doesn't think that's going to be the case. I beg to differ. But but to take him out of the game and nullify him that early in the game that changed everything. They didn't have a quarterback. Yeah, Josh Johnson was out there. He didn't want like dude. He been holding the clipboard all week. He didn't want none of that smoke. Nah, no, I know. He didn't want none of that.
0: You know. I just think like you know and. The thing about it, that, that reminded me a lot of old-school NFC East football yeah. where they just started inflicting their will on them. And you saw them start to crack because uh, Linnell was telling me, like you could see the 49ers in pregame, they yeah. were talking a lot of trash. They start trying to do yeah. all their little things. But when the game started and they started getting punched in them out. they couldn't
1: react
2: to it. <laughs> Man, listen. that You know how it is. It's a different, it's a different This is a different. game when you, know, you got all that bravado and then somebody <laughs> started leaning on you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for real.
0: So, as you get into, begin to look at the, uh, the game coming up, Super Bowl, they're going to be playing against an uh, old coach that everybody is very familiar with there in Philadelphia, Andy Reid. And he's getting two weeks to prepare for mm. this thing. And, you know, when Andy gets two weeks, and that means Pat will heal up a little bit more, what kind of battle you think that's going to be?
2: I think it's going to be huge, man. But I, I look at it like, you know what? The one thing that stuck out to me yesterday during that game against mm-hmm. Cincinnati, those damn DBs for the Kansas City Chiefs. Dude, how you double-cover somebody? How you double-cover somebody <laughs> and still give up a, 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 a big play like that? Just double coverage. Yeah. <laughs> and they did it like two or three times. I was asking, man, are Burr they the one
1: levels, man. where yeah. It
2: was like, what, third and 16? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. And you let Hayden Hurst flick, come over. on, man. Yeah, what the a, y'all it's doing a young, back there? It's
1: a young secondary that the Chiefs have, though. They got two rookies starting out there at corner. And they got a, they had a rookie playing at safety too, so they, they they made some good plays. But I do worry about how does Philadelphia match up with the receiving core of the Kansas City Chiefs, and we know
2: well, I know like most of the receivers were banged up last night for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. They're going to be healthy, uh, healthy, obviously for this game. I think the X factor in this is Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Like he has been a huge factor, and you know, no doubt, Patrick Mahomes. Some of the throws that he was able to make yesterday, Ridiculous. man, good God. Huh. Like I see why. He gave, they gave him all that bread, and he's already considered a Hall of Famer in his young career. I see that. But I, I look at it like this, man. The the Eagles have a pretty balanced team going into this game. I would say the strength of the Kansas City Chiefs right now is their offense. That, secondary, that defensive secondary that they have, dude, with Devontae <laughs> Smith and A.J. Brown, they can be had, bro. Yeah. And Dallas Goddard, they can be had. They definitely can be had. But, you know, if it becomes one of those games where – it's, it becomes a shootout. I, I, I'm not feeling too good if Patrick Mahomes has the last possession.
1: Man, I, feel you. I, I still think it gets determined in the trenches. The big matchup that I'm looking forward to, the two of the best at their position, Kelsey versus, versus Chris Jones, talking about Jason Kelsey, the center, and the way that yeah. he played yesterday, yeah, getting Chris up to Jones the second a, level with a the bully consistency yesterday. that he was able to.
2: Yeah, man, and the fact that Chris Jones lined up all over the place. Yeah, and they yeah, took yeah. that game. But listen, man, Cincinnati was real disrespectful. Talking that stuff about what's it called, <laughs> Burrowhead Stadium. Yep. And you know what? I'm not gonna lie, be Mitch. I, I know I'm gonna be. I'm gonna sound like a little bit of a hater, but I'm kind of glad Eli Apple going home, man. He got a lot. He be chirping a whole lot, bro. He got a whole lot of you, chirp. You see it. what
1: LaShawn McCoy said about him? LaShawn said, "Man, Eli Apple's one of those dudes that don't get to choose a number of his jersey when he get on the
2: team." Oh, that's a good. That's a good line. <laughs> so Shady been just dropping lines since that deck line, huh? He just yeah, been killing yeah. folks. Yeah,
0: but it's like you know, as I. I, that is one of the things I'm looking for, but I also look at this game where I think the tight ends are what you have to you have to be ultimately concerned because everyone wants to take out the receiver.
2: And mm-hmm. I'm watching,
0: Tra- I'm watching Kelsey. The dude gets beast, open man. no matter who checks
2: him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's a beast, man. He's a beast.
0: How would that linebacker matchup be for him?
2: You know what? I think it would be one of those things where it, when the linebackers match up on him, that's when you you hope Hassan Reddick and those guys are getting there. Or if they like, I would probably think since they're running a, a hybrid three four, you don't want your best pass rushers dropping back in the covers trying to 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 uh, to, to cover that guy. Mm-hmm. You want them after the quarterback. So as far as Coach Gannon is concerned, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know pretty uh, a pretty interesting chess match to see how they try to nullify Travis going into this game.
1: Yeah, it was interesting. I was talking to B-Mitch about this before we got going here today. I. Hadn't watched a ton of Eagles games this year super closely, but to see them come out and line up Linval Joseph next to Javon Hargrave, next to Fletcher Cox, I mean, what interior offensive line wants to deal with that? That's three 300-pounders you got to worry about.
2: Man, listen, not only that, bro, it's like you got multiple guys on that defensive front that have multiple sacks. Who you double-teaming? Yeah. Yeah. Like, who you double-teaming? You saw they try to go max tech when, when Hassan Reddick got his first sack. He beat the tight end like a drum. He didn't, like... Most tight ends the way the way the league goes now, they're not used to blocking. Right. And when you put a tight end over there over a defensive end like that that can get off the ball and and have some wiggle, it just puts stre- it, it stretches your offense out tremendously. So you know Andy Reid, Coach Reed knows that Patrick Mahomes gonna get the ball out of his hands quick and, and it's going to be it's gonna be a tip for tat. It's definitely gonna be a tip for tat in this game.
0: When when things got a little dirty, Hugh Douglas joins us on the Bet guest line. When things got a little dirty there, I watched Jalen Hurts becoming the leader that everybody talks about. Yeah. I watched when that, when the fight broke out, a bunch of the guys were pulling back. Jalen was standing way away from Like, I don't want no parts of that foolishness. <laughs> but w- w- when you see stuff like that, you know, talk a little bit about the leadership and the togetherness this squad has compared to what San Francisco showed yesterday.
2: Man, let me tell you. Uh, when I look at Jalen Hurts, because you know I had a chance to follow his career in Atlanta mm-hmm. when he played for the Alabama Crimson Tides. And the one thing that I remember about him vividly is when he got benched for Tua Tagovailoa. There you go. And 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 a lot of people. There was a lot of speculation on whether or not he was going to transfer out of out of Alabama after that happened. The young man stayed there. Be mentioned. You know how it is nowadays. These kids, if they don't get the NIL money that they want, man, or if it, if if it ain't going right, they out of there They're leaving. They ain't got no do not pass go, do not collect two hundred dollars for him <laughs> to stay there. And then the, next, the following year, get another opportunity to become the starter when Tua when Taco wasn't playing well. Mm-hmm. That, to me, says a lot about him. And then earlier in this year, when, when Jason Kelsey gave him the reins of this team and he was talking about his team, even at, at the podium yesterday, B-Mitch, when they asked him about his play, you know what he said? That you don't never hear a whole lot of quarterbacks say when they talk about having success. Uh-huh. You know what he said? What was that? He said, we. He oh, didn't yeah. say me. He said, we. Yep, And he threw
0: the attention to the fans and took it off of himself. I think yeah. that's a, And I, I try to say that on the radio. I talk about it a lot where quarterbacks' words can make your team be indebted to you and make them want to follow you, or it can make them completely flip and not give a damn about you. Yeah. And he yeah, says ask, the right thing Jeff. most times.
1: Ask the Jets about Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> ask yeah. him. Exactly. Yeah, it definitely matters. When you look at the Super Bowl here, not to look you know too far ahead, what's the biggest challenge you think the Philadelphia presents for Kansas City? I know we talk about the pass rush and how elite they are, but how do you think that the defense of the Kansas City Chiefs matches up with Philadelphia's offense?
2: I don't think it matches up well, bro, and I'm going to tell you why. It's those those young cats in the secondary. You know, I know Steve Spagnuolo. He's a good coach, man. He's, he's running a, a variation of the defense that I played in at Jim Johnson. But 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 my guy, if you're going to be back there trying to run with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, y'all better know who y'all got to cover or switch off on <laughs> when y'all going back there. You got to know who you your man is. Yeah. And, and and I can tell you to a man, watching that film and watching them have trouble switching off on who they're supposed to guard, you're going to see that in the Super Bowl. You're going to see a whole lot of crossing routes. Be meant to tell you, when they look in that secondary and they see them guys getting confused, then you start you start going in motion and everything, moving people around, and they don't know they don't make those adjustments. That's where they can be had in that secondary.
0: Number fourteen, I I forgot his name right. His name slips me right now. Gainwell. Yeah, Gainwell. This kid, right, bro. All he does is make plays, man.
2: Yeah. Oh, no question about <laughs> it, man. You talking about like listen, the fact that you have guys like that, you have uh, what they call them, the, the giant killer, the, uh, Boston the, Scott the, the, the running back. Boston. <laughs> Boston Scott. Boston Scott, yeah. Yeah. Boston Scott. Like, dude, you're getting contributions not only from your mainstay guys, but other guys that are coming in like your role players as well. This is a well-balanced team. Like, you got to give a shout-out to Howie Rosen, man. He put together one hell of a rock. Yes, he has. Bad man. So, Hugh, what's your early prediction? My early, position, you know, I got it. Listen, I'm in Philadelphia. Mitchell you know I got to roll with the Eagles hey, man, as I, much as I love Andy, the Andy bread. listening to the show right now too. He told me he hey, to listen. Hey, coach, I love you. I know I hollered <laughs> at you last night, but hey, I got to go with my bread is buttered, baby. I'm going with the Eagles. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, man,
0: we we'll probably get you again before the game actually uh or comes about, but you know we appreciate you giving us some time, man.
2: Not a
0: problem, brother, anytime. All right, that's Hugh Douglas joining us here on the BetQL guest line. Sports betting has come to Maryland. Don't place that first bet without checking with BetQL. BetQL analyzes every game to find you the most profitable opportunities. Get three free days of BetQL access by downloading the BetQL app or visiting BetQL.com. Well, if you're looking to sell your house, I want you to know that you have to reach out to somebody that we all believe in. We're talking about Jonathan Leahy. Listen, John is the type of guy where he's going to help you sell your house. And if your house needs a little help before it's sold, short on funds, don't throw in the towel. Talk to John. He can help you tee up your home for a market by getting you up to $50,000 to make those repairs and upgrades, making your home irresistible to the buyers and getting you more money. Just set it up with John at closing. Listen, just like uh, Mo, Mo was a three-time client of John's. He needed to sell his Clarksburg Square condo. He was purchasing a new home, and he needed to sell the condo in a timely manner in order to close on his new home. With John's VIP seller system, they were able to get multiple offers the very first weekend, including a cash offer. And as sometimes happened, the first buyer backed out. But there were no concerns because John had already secured backup offers. With no momentum loss, Mo closed on his condo, over-asking price and was able to make a significant down payment on the new home setting himself and his family up for long-term financial success. We're talking about John Leahy and the Fine Living Group of EXP Realty. Go to johnsellsdmv.com and find out your home's value in seconds. John offers you flexible fees customized to your needs, and he understands that life happens, so if needed, he will let you out of your contract at any time. And that's why I would trust my buddy, John Leahy, to sell my home. And that's why we think John is the DMV MVP of real estate. Do Mr. It. Finley, we're back here, and... Uh, like a little bit, I know a lot of us. We, we this is football now, and uh, we're gonna talk. Uh, get into some stories we have later on for the Commanders. Uh, you know which one of these coaches that we are down to lean towards now. Although I still believe they're gonna go in-house because uh, I think the, the the two names that we've heard of late, Anthony Lynn and Eric Bieniemy. Lynn is now mm-hmm. no longer working, and Bieniemy who's still working. Those two guys may have an opportunity to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, And I just think it's very tough to get those level of names when you are up in the air about who's going to own the team, when that's going to happen and those things like that. But Jalen Hurts, you know, you you mentioned it to me in the break about when you see a young guy, and I understand in this town, we're not going to give him a lot of credit because he's an eagle. He's a rival, yeah, exactly. But I think his story is one where a lot of young people can learn from and understand what it takes to become a person like him. This, too, was a third-round draft pick? Yeah. Got drafted. Uh, your quarter, the starting quarterback hated you just because you were there. Yeah. Uh, then all of a sudden, when you begin to become the guy, everybody does nothing but praise him about how hard he works, Yeah. how respectful he is. You heard Hugh Douglas talk about the way he's always giving credit to other people. He gets it. He gets it. And I think if, if people understand, like, Getting drafted, I've said this more than once. Getting drafted in the NFL is the easy part. Right. Sticking around and ascending to some great heights, that's the hard part. But he understands the one thing that gets you there work.
1: And I think that's why his teammates rally around him. And you mentioned it. It feels like the national media is like hesitant to give him credit almost. Like they're not buying what he's selling, so to speak. Like they need to see him. Win the Super Bowl before we start talking about him. Yeah, other, as one teams, of the upper other, other teams
0: haven't won the Super Bowl.
1: Exactly. Other quarterbacks
0: haven't won it, but Come we on, already man. we were trying to put Josh Allen ahead of Patrick Mahomes, and Josh exactly. Allen lost the football game. Exactly. You know what I mean? Uh, Joe Burrow, who I think Joe Cool is out this world. Mm-hmm. Joe Cool lost. made it to a Super Bowl and lost. lost. But I, I even said it. It's I say before we say something about Josh Allen again, we got to add Joe to it. But Jalen Hurts. Look,
1: in one year,
0: look at the jump, and I I understand like the defense, but offensively. Well, he went and worked. He is the straw. The that, yes, sir. Drink. That drink.
1: He went and worked with Tom House this offseason. That's Tom Brady's quarterback coach, and you, you could just see the strides that he's made with his mechanics. And the thing I love about Jalen Hurts is what we all love: the leadership. And I think a casual football fan probably thinks, "Oh, well, How much? He's not a rah-rah guy. I don't see him yelling in people's face all the time." There's a quiet confidence. You don't have to be a right-right guy. That Jalen has about yeah. himself that I think is infectious to the rest of that locker room. And you can see it. They've had adversity this season. It hasn't been all perfect for them. He dealt with an injury down the stretch. They had a, a tough loss on the road against Dallas. But when it was time for them to get into the postseason and lock in and play their best ball, they did it. I just, I'm, I'm uber impressed at what Jalen is doing because I feel like. A lot of the times, you know, in our industry, man, guys like him don't get the credit because he's not throwing for 5,000 yards. He doesn't have 300-yard passing games all the time. He's just a winner, man. Like, like I, you got to appreciate it.
0: I can recall having a conversation with McNabb when I was on the Eagles. And I remember Donovan, he had this big thing where he wanted – he didn't like people calling him a running quarterback. Yeah. And – It was a slight. People – so at, but, Back but then. It, but we had a conversation, and I was like, look, man, why you let what people say affect you? Yeah. I said, you know how many quarterbacks wish they could run like you?
1: Yeah.
0: And when they get out, get in trouble, and they wish they could run away. I said, dude, run when you need when when the when the play entails it. Throw it when the play entails that. I say because when you have five yards in front of you and you can get them, and you don't Do run it because you're trying to prove a point to somebody, yeah. we get to the sideline, we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> okay. And, and he's my cousin. Yeah, it's real. He's my cousin, but I'm being real. I, mean, I said, dude, you can't allow people to. So Jalen Hurts. Has an ability, a God-given ability that most quarterbacks don't have. But he has a big arm, too. And he has a leadership quality about himself to where what he's asked to do is more than some of the passing quarterbacks have to do.
1: Oh, of course, because all the reads he's got to make with the it's RPO stuff. That quick. And you Above watch, the neck, he's got
0: it. You notice how that ball is snapped to him? Kelsey don't snap the ball chest high.
1: Right. He drafted it
0: around his. the knee. And he'll get down for the knee, and then he's able to come up and do the reads special. while watching his defense and do all that stuff. So he has a special ability. But I just I, – listen, man, I don't care what position you play. I don't care what football team you're on. And I don't care what football, team, what football team you cheer for. But if it's somebody in your life that plays sports, tell them to look at this kid and understand his work ethic, yeah. the way he carries himself. And it's not about just you. And if you keep saying this about you, you know what your team start doing? Letting you do it by yourself. And that's when Very you true. see the, they call them lookout blocks where you think, damn, <laughs> he didn't even touch that guy. Well, he's watch like, out. Right. Uh,
1: you say, He said he can do <laughs> anything by himself, so let me yeah. see. It's amazing, man. I just think, you know, moving forward, I know he's due for some big money this offseason because the only thing that Philadelphia's in a bad spot with here financially is they don't have the benefit of that fifth-year option and having that extra year of control because he's a second-round pick. So – I was reading up on some stuff this weekend. They expect you know him they, to they, work out a long-term deal they, this offseason.
0: Yeah, if I'm them, I'm trying to sign him to a long-term one. And I'm going to hook him up. Because, are you paying him the $50 million that a I, Herbert or a Burrow is going to get? Look, man, the contract's about to jump up there. Mm-hmm, and, and, and this is the thing about the NFL. We can sit up here and say what somebody is not worth, but the league has stipulated how much that the quarterbacks get. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because I have said it over and over again. They promote the league by the quarterback position. 100%. And if Jalen Hurts, young man that doesn't look like all the other quarterbacks and still carries himself in a, in a great, great manner, he he's going to get paid. Like They get paid sometimes not just for their play on the field. It's the impact they have in this whole game. Correct. And I think he brings a different thing than some of the other quarterbacks do.
1: It's going to be an interesting conversation, man. Howie Roseman's going to have to do cap gymnastics because I think the reason – but he was able to be so aggressive this off season and going out and pursuing other talent is because you got a quarterback playing on a rookie deal. Yeah. This is the this is it for them. Like this is why I say their Super Bowl window is now because once you have to allocate that type of cap space to your quarterback, you're not able to go out and sign a Hassan Reddick. You're not able to sign a James Bradbury. So look at look at their
0: people like right now like uh, Clark, Cox is about to be on his way out.
1: Mm-hmm. They got
0: some veteran players that if they win a Super Bowl, I think they're going to be moseying on, on in the sunset, the sunset yeah. which is going to change the cap up a little bit yeah. to where he may be able to get some. Sun- because they got a lot of young bucks that are playing, too. They do. you know. And I think when you have young guys that are having a major impact on a team, you know, and that's what I love about a lot of teams around, they don't care if you're young. They play
1: what you. you. If you can play, you know, play, you play.
0: And, and my thing, if a young guy steps in and he can play, play him now because that gives you a great chance of doing what you need to do. All right, we're gonna take us a quick break here. We get back, we're gonna do a little bit more of this. Uh, Chris Jones talk about the Bengals and the Eagles. Get a bit more into that game, the Bengals and Eagles. We're gonna also have Martin Bailey's gonna join us, join us at twelve o'clock to break down the Cincinnati Bengals game and the Chiefs from yesterday. This is B. Mr. Finley. Lanelle Willingham filling in for Philly to, for Finley today. I'm saying Philly now <laughs> for Finley today. We'll be right back.